everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I guess we both betrayed each other. You, by having sex with a courier on a futon behind my back while I watched, and I betrayed you by pretending to like reggae music. <laughs> the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. Hey, with a brief adjustment period and a bunch of drinks, it's a face I'll be happy to sit on. <laughs> Okay, my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, because he's my best friend, he's my pal, he's my homeboy, my rotten soldier, he's my sweet cheese, my good time boy. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. Cue that theme music. Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. Today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes. Well, welcome to a new episode of Potty's <laughs> Okay, I'll stop with that. That is a lot not of exactly fun. what I was thinking, but it worked. <laughs> no, I meant to do it before I hit the button to do the cue to the, th- and I just forgot because been drinking. There's worked. a bingo spot right away off the top. Wasn't there one that someone's vaguely inebriated, <laughs> or oh, someone yeah. is inebriated? Yeah, it's a safe one every episode. Anyway, so let's start. Where we always start. Doctor scientist, what are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What am I playing? Ooh, yeah. Well, since I finished Dragon Quest One on my phone, I figured, hey. Let's start Dragon Quest 2. Keep it rolling. Why <laughs> yeah. not? I never saw that coming. Uh, yeah, I played it a long time ago on NES, and I don't really remember any of it. Is it good? Is it better than the original one? Is it like <sighs> the equal? What are we talking here? I, I don't. I think it's just like the original one. They, it's like they took the original one and just upped the graphics. So typical Nintendo sequel if it's not a reimagining? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like... Yeah, it's on a phone. Yeah, it's on a phone. So What Nintendo? What is going on? Seriously. It, 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 they nerfed some enemies and stuff, but it's still a pain in the ass to do some things. But hey, we'll we'll play it through. What, yeah, else, what, am I gonna, what else do I do at work? You probably got like 12 more of them to go or something. Uh, at least 11. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Maybe 12. There's that many of them? I played 11 a couple of years ago. They might have made a new one. It probably isn't. Was this like a Final Fantasy thing? Like they upgrade with the graphics and the style, like Resident Evil, like a lot, one of those situations? Sort of, yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about it. But they're I've... doing it for phone to make more money, and it's giving me something to do at work. So. And you're falling for it? Hook, line, and sinker? Yeah. Anyone deserves the money? It's Dragon Quest. I wouldn't say that. No, I do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're talking to the guy that bought the Callisto Protocol, so hey. I've fallen into this trap before. Did you ever play it? I don't remember. Yeah, played the whole thing. Yep, numbed it. Did I numb it? I think I did. I don't think you did. I don't think you did. I think you were too scared. I swear to God. You guys are not going (laughs) to. You're right. He was scared. I'm trying so hard to get out of this desperate, numb embarrassment, and you guys are like, you won't numb it. (laughs) That's the point. Yeah. Afraid. If friends don't try and get you back into your vices, what are they? What are they even friends? Yeah, seriously. I just don't think I'm at the point yet where I'm ready for these difficult tests. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. That's that's on you, not us. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It is. It's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did I watch? You also asked. Did. I did. I watched uh, a movie called Slumberland with, uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa's in it. Was it's this? so it, familiar. It's, it's too hardy for Slap, so he's never going to. I was going to say, it sounds like a family movie. It kind of is. Boo. But. Is Jason Momoa and this kid, like her dad dies and she always goes to this fantasy world and Jason Momoa is there and they're trying to find Slumberland and find stuff. It, it was all right. Okay. I mean, Chump Slap will hate it. It's got way too much heart. I don't know. I don't hate movies with heart. I haven't heard you say you like one. I like Pan's Labyrinth. That didn't have heart. Yeah, that was no high heart in that. What are you talking <laughs> that about? Was not- I, was, I was just thinking of something that like a fantasy land. And- are you yeah. thinking of Finding Dory? Like what do you, that's not even... Is it? How about Toy Story? Yeah, sure. I guess there's hardly that. Yeah, there we go. All right, phew. The Wait, Green Mile. Did you did you think for a second like you lost a soul? Like you didn't have a soul? Yeah. Like, no, I like fun stuff. I just can't think of any of them right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, what was Tom Hanks in? <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> big. You love Wait, no. big. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you like kind of hearty movies, it's it's a nice uh, palate refresher. Right. What was it? One more time. Uh, it was called Slumberland. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then I watched this uh, pallet destroyer called Apollo 18. Oh, I like that oh. one. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It's the one I don't two, think uh, I've seen it. 
they obviously it's after Apollo 17, but they go to the sure. secret mission to Mo, to the moon. And uh, as they're doing stuff, they find like a dead cosmonaut and they, they, they figure that he was killed by something on the moon and they're trying to get away. Is that when they find the rock that moves? Yeah. Yeah. Is this like the takes place in like what the sixties or seventies? Yeah. It was Not- right after Apollo 17. Okay, that was my first question. My next one is, am I going to be completely lost if I don't see Apollo 1 through 17? <laughs> other than, um, I did see Apollo 13. They explain it really well in the beginning. Yeah, it's a real good okay. recap. Yeah, yeah. So you, you don't have to watch You know what? You don't, see, you don't see good recaps that often. Yeah. No. But it was it, it's a found footage movie on the moon, so take it that for what it's worth. It's found footage space horror. It's yeah. fun. It was all but right. I love space horror. Do you guys, thumbs up? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll give I it. I say so. I'll give it thumbs up. Yeah, watch it. Okay. Is yeah, it better than Malum? Yes, it's definitely okay. better than Malum. Good, good. Okay, that was that's my starting point now. All right. <laughs> well, that's almost everything. Yeah, seriously. I know it really. That film broke me. It broke me, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I really did. ZP, tell us what you did. Really holding on to Zeitgeist, Papa Scotch, yeah, aren't dude, you? We've been calling you that for like eight or nine years now. Dude, go back and listen to the yeah. first episodes. Is this like a Mandela effect thing for you? <laughs> I would shit my pants if I listened to like episode four and you guys call me Zeitgeist Papa Scotch. you just been pulling it. Anyway, what did I play? I uh, didn't play too much. Still don't really have a gaming station, but I did hook up my NES to the TV downstairs. Oh, and we had a little... play some Bayou Billy? I did not. And I swear to God, I'm the only. Do you guys like the Adventures of Bayou Billy? No, I didn't really like it too much. Know. I don't know if I've ever played it. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the only, that's one of those NES games that I love and everyone else fucking hates. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. I wouldn't put it in. <laughs> yeah, it's no rad gravity. Yeah, I play that <laughs> shit again. No, we Metroid. had a, we had a we had a weird smattering of what we played uh, because we had watched. She had made me watch. She, it was her pick. She picked Robin Hood: Prince of Thieves a couple months ago. Did you watch Men in Tights? <laughs> no, no, no. We, oh. we watched Robin and Prince of Thieves, and we watched the extended version. I was going to say, she picks a long-ass movie. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about this, I think, on the podcast, and man, that movie's fucking boring for a lot of it. Yeah. So I saw the NES game at the retro video game store for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, So shit. at this point, it was a joke, so I picked it up. Oh, I lasted 10 minutes. Really? Is that good? Is that it hard? It started... <laughs> You're in a prison, so I guess it's a prequel to the movie. Like Dark Souls. Yeah. You wake up in a prison. You're in you're in like the Arab prison where you rescue your Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. <laughs> you you, no, it was uh Blinken. Rescue your Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no, it wasn't Blinken. It was his No, name Blinken was. was a different a character. Sneeze. A sneeze. A chew. A sneeze. A chew. There you go. Yes. A sneeze was his dad. Yeah, yeah. For Azim, I believe. It was bad. It was like a top-down game, but it was also kind of sort of RPG-ish because you had a menu and like an inventory system. Sounds all right. Yeah. I think if it was tweaked a little bit, it might have been better, but the combat was fucking frustratingly hard and like clunky because your enemy could like attack diagonally, but you couldn't. Are you sure you couldn't? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's battle chess. He was using a bishop. Oh. Remember Archon? That's such a good game. Yeah, I do. Do I have Archon? No. I bought a lot of games and, uh, no, I don't have Archon. I do have the Adventures of Bayou Billy, though. What's up? Do you have Arkanoid? No, I don't. Do you have Base Wars? Yeah, goddamn right. I have Dude, Base you can't, Wars. You can't play Arkanoid without the controller. No. The special Arkanoid controller. It's ridiculous. Arkanoid and what was the other one? Archon? Do you want to? Uh, Archon. A R C H O N. It was a chess type game. I remember, like, I see I it. I remember. see the, the, the cartridge. I just don't remember the game. But anyway, we also uh, fired up Nightmare on Elm Street, which <laughs> I think is a very underrated NES game. Yeah. It's like a side scroller platformer. You're jumping, you're grabbing Freddy Bones. It doesn't have, it's a very loose interpretation from the movies, but it is one of the few, <laughs> you think, the few four person NES games. You could have four people jumping around that oh, screen. Like, like the turtles. Mm. Beep, exactly. Beep, beep, beep Beetlejuice for me and tape the ending. Beetlejuice, the video game? Yeah. The Nintendo game? I didn't even know they had a Nintendo game for Beetlejuice. Me neither. I might have to get it. It's going on the list. I have Back to the Future. I hear that sucked. I never played it though. I just bought it because it was like ten bucks. Uh, I got a, a decent collection. There's a couple of higher priced items, but most of them are pretty meat and potatoes, as you'd say. Yeah, Mega Man one through six. It's no Roy Donk, but <laughs> no. I I think I I do have the original Metal Gear. Oh that's shit! A, that's a pretty. That's a pretty Twitch stream Contra. 
Let's play Contra. I don't have Contra. I'll pick up a copy. Gotta have Contra. Gremlins 2. Anyway, so we also played Super Mario 3, and this is where I find out that she's never played, like, any video games before, except for Lord of the Rings games on PS2. Okay. She never played Super Mario Brothers 3? No, she was running through getting her ass beat hard, what the fuck? left and right. Did she grow up underwater? Yeah, really? <laughs> Who did I marry? <laughs> She doesn't even know where the warps are? No, I had to show her where the warp whistles were. It was embarrassing. Oh, it was embarrassing gosh. for both of us. <laughs> but uh, we played a little bit of that. She died a lot in like the first two boards. Oh, my God. I could run those blindfolded. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like World 2, where you jump on the grass and you slide down in the very beginning, those yeah, first, yeah. where you learn the slide mechanic. Yeah. She died a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we played through. Usually when I play Super Mario 3, I get to like the second world. I'm like, I'm, I've had enough. Yeah. Or, or you're I'll get lazy and it. run the warps and yeah. then do a couple of those like in big world and giant world and level four or whatever. Level four is always fun. It's actually hard if you try to just play it straight through without warping. Dude, it's fucking impossible. No, like you, I've, and I've you can get. Well, you just speed run it, but you just got to get the multi one ups. One of those glitches. Yeah, even though they're not like stingy with the one ups in this game. No. Dude, just watch someone speed run like all levels. I don't want to tell be too depressed. I'll show it to my wife. She'll like she'll be mad at me. <laughs> anyway. What else do we play? I thought we played one more. We we played a little bit of uh super dodgeball. Oh, it's such oh, a that's good fun game too. too. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I it took me a second because they don't really they don't do the Nintendo Days did not give you tutorials. No, like, you they threw you they, in and said figure it out. All the stupid. special throws. Unless you had the booklet. Yep. There's two buttons. Figure it out. Idiot. <laughs> uh, I, I thought I played one more. Um, we had the Adam's Family, but we didn't try that. Halloween? Pitfall. Pit, was there a Pitfall Nintendo game? I don't know. Oh, Probably. no. We uh, we uh, started playing a little bit of, uh, oh, what is it? The Summer Games? Uh, Not the Summer Games. Jesus. Kings of the Beach. No, that's the volleyball the hacky one. Sack? California games yeah, California with, games the, with hacky the hacky sack. sack. Really? Yes. Nice. Because that was like mini games. So yeah. if one didn't work, you just moved to the next one. That's fair. You got to play some Pinbot, man. Yeah, Pinbot. Pinbot? Pinbot? You never played Pinbot? Are you kidding me? No, I've never heard of Pinbot. Oh my God. How are we doing a podcast I don't with this know. fucking I don't guy? Know. I'm leaving. I'll put it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I deserve that because I don't know what fucking Pinbot is. I, I yeah. mean, definitely buy it. Yeah, that's crazy. Everyone, it's a fun pinball game. Yeah, it's it's the best pinball game ever. It gets super hard. I really thought that playing uh, a whole lot of what's it called would get me some more cred base wars, but I guess not. You didn't play it, you said. Not yesterday, but I mean, I've I've played it before. Oh, oh, you get cred, but yeah, it just blows my mind. You never heard of pinball? That's fucking crazy. (laughs) I don't think it's that crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like the marketing for Nintendo was that great. Like. If you didn't get Nintendo Power, you didn't hear about these fucking games unless it was like a commercial. I just always found them by going to fucking like Toys R Us and looking at the things. Or Terry's music explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God we had like several renters in town where we could try out a game before we dumped all this money on it. Yeah. But yeah, get yourself some pinball. Anyway, what, what else do you do? All right. Stuff I watched. Yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> so stuff I watched. Uh, I watched again. I hadn't seen it since it came out. Have you, ever, have you guys ever seen The Gentleman, the Guy Ritchie one with... Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Yes. No. I thought that was pretty good. I only did it watch fun. it once, though. I think. I mean, it's a British gangster film by Guy Ritchie. You know what you're getting into. You're either on board or you're not. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you liked the other ones he did, then you're gonna like this. Like it's it's still good. And the dude from Sons of Anarchy's in it too. Right. Mm. But it's good. Check it out. Um, okay. Then I watched a couple episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, always nice. a good time. It's so fucking great. We watched the one where uh, they get abducted by witches. Well, Laszlo and oh, yeah. Nandor get abducted by witches. Right. Yeah. And then Colin Robinson, <laughs> they go to save him, you know, and yeah, basically story ends that Guillermo has to dump off a bunch of vampire semen every month. <laughs> yep. So that was a good one. And then we watched the one where uh, Nick Kroll's character tried to weave the little way into the mansion and they ended up staying there for a bit. Oh, the, his episodes are always good. Yeah. And Guillermo ended, accidentally killed his one friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good stuff. Great show. Check it out if you haven't. And then the last thing I'll leave you with, I watched a Finnish film called Sisu. Oh, yeah? Spell Have it. you guys heard about this? S-I-S-U. Mm. Yes. It is basically uh, John Wick, but set in World War II. The okay. story is that there was this badass Finnish guy who was a soldier who gave up like walked away from the war, probably in like 1940 or 41. And then this takes place in 1944 when the Nazis are actually leaving Finland. Like this is a, this is that I just told you the true story of this. 
that that mm-hmm. actually happened and this fake event is you know built around yeah okay that time period but basically he's a uh, gold miner just looking for gold panning digging just like in the ballad of buster scrubs if you guys seen that movie <laughs> i have yeah you remember that guy who the old guy who was digging for the gold and digging all those holes yeah yeah, yeah. same concept he was doing this he found a shitload of gold he goes to leave. He goes past some Nazis. They give him a hard time. They realize he has gold, and all of a sudden, they start like hunting him. Uh, but he's actually like a John Wick badass killing all these Nazis. It's pretty good. It's a lot of Nazi death, a lot of good Nazi death. There's never bad Nazi death. Oh, I was going to say, there's point. no good Nazis. Yeah, there's one. Good Depends Nazi on death. Yeah, it's yeah. just weird. Ways good with modifying death, <laughs> yeah, not the it. Nazis. Yes. I got it. You're I got right. it. it wasn't that they killed the good Nazis. You get it. We get it. We get it. Nazis, they should all be dead. There's some good death scenes in here. So check it out. It's also all in English. It's by, there's like two lines in Finnish and they're subtitled at the end and that's it. But it's in English and several of the dudes, including the main guy, uh, were recast from the director's first film, which was Rare Exports. Oh, Do you guys remember that one? Where they, where they capture Santa? Yeah, yeah. That movie. That movie's fucking awesome. I'm going to keep an eye on this guy. He's been making some good stuff lately. Yeah, that's fair lately <laughs> yeah but sisu go check it out all right uh that does it for me so how about you there sir chump slap Ooh. what up? do you play and watch and doing what's going on with you well i've been really getting into this game it goes to tsushima no oh i can't get into it i told you guys that hundreds of times now. yeah <laughs> feels you like keep it. trying you keep trying so hard yeah salt and sanctuary oh yeah 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 i played it before on my computer but it's new. No, Salt and the first one. Salt and Sacrifice. No, Sanctuary is the first. Oh, yeah. I always screw up those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. It's a good but game. I couldn't, I was like, I remember playing it, but I don't, don't know why I didn't like it. It's Souls-like. It's yeah. 2D, though. I'm playing it now, and I'm like, oh, I know why I didn't like it. It's no fucking map, and, I, and I'm not very good at remembering <laughs> directions. <laughs> We've been over that. We've been over that a couple times. Isn't there a way to fast travel? You can fast travel in between, like, your campfires or whatever. They're yeah. Called, just sanctuaries. But I don't know, like, what parts I've been through and stuff. Are you sure there's not a map? <laughs> there's a map online I've been oh. using now. This kind of makes it a little easier. And I'm like, thank God. But that's why I never played in the first. Because I played for a while. And then you put it down. And, like, a couple of days later, I picked it up. And I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? What, what didn't I go through? You got to play it sober then. I do. No, what what was this church? You gotta <laughs> do it sober. Get out of here. I have been playing it sober more often than not now. Maybe that's why I enjoy it more. Or maybe it's because I just found the pitchfork in the beginning and I was like, that's so fun. I think I used a fucking mace the entire time. Yeah. Shielding a mace. Hmm. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. It's just fun. It's it seems like there's a lot to do in it. There is. Because there's a it, large skill tree. It's like Dark Souls where there's some stuff you'll never find if you don't know there's there. Yeah. I was like, Dark Souls without a map is okay, but this is like 2D platforming. It's weird. It seems a lot harder for me to figure out. <laughs> yeah, a map on Dark Souls would be even more complicated. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that makes... It made sense to me in 3D space, but in 2D, it's like... <laughs> I don't know. So okay. It's a good game. A great game, though. Yeah. You should try Papa Scotch if it's on sale. Is it a newer game or is it like a redo? What... Is an old one? What came out? When did it came out? There's a new that? one that just came out, Salt and Sacrifice, which is also it's excellent. The new one, new version, but Salt and Sanctuaries. I don't know, five what? years? Yeah, five years, six, six years. years. Okay, that's a good 2D platformer. You can play it after you beat Elden Ring. Yeah, I still gotta play that, don't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to, but I'm. You should. It's definitely really good. But I watched a couple movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys see this uh, Accident Man? <laughs> no. No, don't know about it. It's kind of like a John Wicky thing. It's this guy who's an assassin, and he makes it all look like accidents when he kills people. That's one. That's where I guess his name. Okay, makes sense. But his ex-wife or ex-girlfriend dies, and he finds out that an assassin in his same guild or whatever, like, mm-hmm. did it. And he's he's like, "What the fuck?" And he just get goes on a rampage. It's kind of almost like John Wick with the fucking, except for it's not a dog, it's his ex. I feel like we're going to get a lot of these movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but I don't know who this guy is. Is it at least a good action movie? Like, is there good action in it? Yeah, there's it's good fights, good choreographed fight scenes. I'll give it that. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Check it out. If you got the extra, I think it's only an hour and a half, so. In the slap pocket. Yeah. But it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't slap enough, though. Then I watched this other one. 
It's called Air. Oh, uh, the one with fucking with Fleck and Damon. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Boring. Boy. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I don't know anything about. It. I just know it's about. It's about the fucking getting guys Michael who signed Michael Jordan yeah. to the fucking sneaker company. It's, Bunch of white guys getting rich. Yeah, and how Michael Jordan's mom was like, "No, he's got to get a percentage of all sales of the shoe," and that's like the first time that anyone's ever done that. And then I don't know. That's wild. I mean, it's good acting and all, you know how, but eh, kind of drug on. I just think it's funny that. They're supposed to be the heroes, and they're trying to screw him out of all this money. And yeah. he's like, I should get a cut of that because my name's on it. And they're like, wait. Yeah. Matt Damon's Fuck, like, we, we, really? We've never done that before. And and then white people made a movie about it. Yeah. And then whoever made the movie, I don't even fucking know. Probably because the, the white people are the heroes because they allowed the athletes to take some money from yeah, them. What were you thinking? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's how it works. I don't know. I'm so fucked up. I don't know why I watched it. I don't really regret it, but not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it to anybody. I I'm surprised. I didn't think that'd be a one of your picks. Yeah, I don't know. It must have just been playing after he fell asleep or something. It was just there, and I was like, eh. I'll watch it just to get it off my list. Yeah, I was like, everyone's. It's in the zeitgeist. I'm surprised Papa Scotch didn't watch. Yeah, it, but I mean, I thought about it, but I didn't watch much. So yeah, that's fair. But don't watch it. Then I watched okay. this other stinker. Oh, it's called When the Screaming Starts. Oh, that sounds right up your alley. I know, right? Oh, man, have I seen this? It's, it's one of a, those titles. Yeah, it's like a, about a documentary filmmaker who follows like a wannabe serial killer. But he never kills anybody. He just like creates a Charles Manson type family. <laughs> and he has them <laughs> kill people. Was it bad? It's supposed to be like a comedy. Oh, but Ooh, I don't that. know. It missed. It missed the mark. Not enough fart is what you're saying. I mean, it was all fart, but not good fart. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a stinky not fart. Not good. A, not like fart. one of those ones where you're like, Ugh. you know, keep yeah. sniffing. <laughs> so not a good fart is what is that your official stance yeah. on this? Yeah, this I'm saying none of these movies were worth a damn. So go play fucking Salt and Sanctuary. So. <laughs> That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying for this week. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, that being said, how about we move to our favorite segment of every week, the Plotty Time Vibe Check. All right. Ooh, let me check those vibes. Oh. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, first thing, I don't know if you guys remember, but I did talk about this on the podcast a while ago. It might have been years ago. But I mentioned that Prince of Persia, the PS3 version, mm-hmm. that kind of like kickstarted a whole new era of, of Prince of Persia games. That game is being remade, remastered, yeah, yeah, redone, yeah. and they have basically just come out and said, hey, we are we are working on this. I know it's been several years, but we are working on it, so it is coming. Oh, oh, you're reminding <laughs> us. Is that what this is? <laughs> That's the only news that came out. They're like, hey, by the way, remember we talked about this in 2020? Uh, it's been delayed twice, but it's still coming. It's still going to happen. It's like, okay. all right. Cool. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate the <laughs> communications. My first trophy. Ooh. Oh, nice. Into the storm. First trophy from the game you get when you're starting the prologue. I have no fucking idea what my first trophy is, you freaks. <laughs> I'll check. I'll look it up while I'm talking here. Yeah, go ahead. In addition to that, uh, do you guys remember me talking last week about how there was a rumor about Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is coming? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I remember vaguely. No, he's talking about Metal Gear about, Solid I thought, about, I thought he was talking about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> was that last week? That was last week. Okay. That was la- two weeks ago then. I was talking about how Konami was possibly signing, possibly, maybe, kind of doing exclusive deals with PlayStation and that. Right. Oh, I remember now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3 remake might be happening. We knew the Silent Hill one was happening, but we didn't know the Metal Gear Solid 3 one was happening until recently because it has now been confirmed and there's a short trailer that has been dropped. Oh, I saw that live, yeah. So, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 is getting a remake. I didn't play that one. Snake Eater. Either. Yeah, you know that Snake is? Eater. Yeah. This is the one that takes... I played Metal Gear Solid. I played the fuck out of Metal Gear Solid. And I played Metal Gear Solid 2. They came out pretty close to each other. And by the end, I was kind of done with Metal Gear games. And I think I came back for 4. But 3 I skipped. That was the one that takes place in the 60s. Yeah, where he's yeah. hunting Big Boss. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. This one takes place in a swamp or something. because Part of it's in a swamp. A jungle, the, yeah. The yeah. sniper guy. The trailer was just... This is not actual game footage. And just show like... A bird's view. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I don't know. I could be thinking of five. Maybe. It don't matter. 
It's yeah. remade. Yeah, yeah, they're making three. It's coming out. Now, all these new these newest things I'm talking about are from the PlayStation Showcase that just happened. But, yeah. well, it just happened to us. For you guys, it happened probably a couple weeks ago. We're really late with this stuff. So Bungie revealed its first new game. And if you're keeping score, that's their first new game since Destiny 2. Right. I know. I was kind of stoked to see. It is called Marathon, and it's going to be a PvP extraction shooter. Oh, uh, no. Because... Of course it is. What's an extraction shooter? Uh, <laughs> PUBG, like one of those games where you all jump into the same map, one person wins. Oh, oh that's dumb. Oh, so like it's even worse than I thought. And I thought it was really dumb before. Isn't it? Isn't that the Battle Royale games? Isn't that the same thing? I don't know what an extraction yeah. shooter is. That's why I asked. Is it like the zombies for that Call of Duty game we played where you have to fight off waves until a helicopter comes and picks you up? I don't. No, let's see what the internet says. Yeah, we're accurate. We were, we're obviously prepared for this. Yeah, obviously. I, I knew uh, everyone knew what a... Uh, all I see is it's going to replace Battle Royale games. Extra, all right, or extra, extraction shooters or looter shooters feel like Battle Royales. They'd probably smell like a Battle Royale. <laughs> they feel familiar. Then the round begins. Run into an extraction shooter's guns blowing on. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, come Get on, just what the fuck it is. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty much a Battle Royale game that's a little bit slower. Oh, so oh. it's a Battle Royale game. I guess so, yeah. Still That's last what I thought it was. Having, right? And then you guys questioned me and didn't just believe me, so. But you can loot or shoot in it? Well, you could in the Battle Royale games, too. I'm sure you can upgrade or pick up weapons. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just designed right, yeah. to make people play just this game forever. Yeah. Just like fucking Destiny 2. It's kind of like uh, whichever one it is where the thing gets smaller. Until there's only the one map gets smaller? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fortnite. Yeah, that's the one. So then also another game got announced and official. The Alan Wake 2 game got its release date. Oh, yes. That, that actually looked pretty neat. Coming October 17th for PC and PS5. I never played the first one. I never played the first one. I'm going to have to. I now. did. I played the remake that just came out. It was yeah. really good. All right. Well, it was really good. I liked it. You say so. I'll check it out. It's coming October 17th. I just said that. Yeah. 13 years after. The original game came out because that came out as an exclusive to Xbox 360. Oh, snap. Now it's on PlayStation exclusive. Weird how those things happen. I don't know right? if it's exclusive. Don't we are accurate. I don't want to say that. Well, at least it's when it comes out, it'll be exclusive. Mm-hmm. It might get released for Xbox later. It probably will. I'm sure it will. Yeah, it might. Who it, knows? It, it, <laughs> and then uh, also with the addition of the Metal Gear Solid 3 news, news came out of the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Awesome. Who would have thought they'd release a collection with the new remake of the game? <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna include Metal Gear, the NES one, oh, Metal snap. Gear Two, Solid Snake, which I think was also the NES one, wasn't it? That was the sequel. Oh, uh, don't yeah. Yes, and then Metal Gear Solid, the PlayStation One, Metal Gear Solid Two, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater. Now those three games, Solid, Solid Two, and Solid Three, are. Basically ports from the HD collection that came out for PS3 a couple years ago. Oh, well, not a couple, yeah. like 10 years ago. So basically they're just repackaging it and dumping it in for PlayStation 5 users. Yeah, just get you stoked for the Snake Eater reboot or remake. Yeah, exactly. Something for you to do before you get into In case those. you want to do the whole story over again. Yeah, I don't know why you would, <laughs> but... Yeah, there you go. It's right. possible. And then last piece of news I have is that the PlayStation CEO, Jim Ryan... Uh, basically just confirmed that the what they're doing with the PC games where they release it on PlayStation and let it sit for like six months or a year and then eventually put it on PC. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change. They're going to just keep doing that. They're not going to do PC. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm glad they're oh, wasting everybody's you. time. Thank you for telling me that, Ryan. Whatever. Jim. Jim Ryan, you're right. Good job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is that is uh, their strategy. It's what they've been doing. I guess it helps sales for some reason. And they just had to remind everybody they were doing it. Like, don't, don't think you're going to get to some... PC right away. Mm-mm. Everybody's going to be talking about how awesome it is on PlayStation 5. <laughs> All right. Just a few flipper babies. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, that's all we got for the Plotty Time Vibe Chat. So how about we get to the game, guys? How about it? Dude, let's get into it. Uh, this week, as you can see, we are talking about the game Resistance 3. Might surprise you, it is the third Resistance game. What? We have done a third in a while. Well, we did Resistance <laughs> Fall the Man, the original one, back on October 22nd, 2020. Wow. And then we waited almost two full years later to do Resistance 2 
on July 28th, 2022. And now it's a whole year later. We're doing Resistance 3. Yeah, we almost made it to July. Yep. You can go back, listen to those episodes. They're fucking amazing and perfect and accurate. I don't Mm. think there's anything else we need to say about it. Dude, I laughed so hard at Resistance (laughs) 2. Yeah. Tell me about it. Funny episode. The quips? Oh, the best. (laughs) Uh, Scientists hated something and liked it. I bet. Yeah, sure did with a fury. Anyway, it was released September 6th. 2011, number one song in the country. Uh, should I get Bentley in here to sing it? I thought we were going to stop calling his ass. I know. <laughs> oh, he's there. No, he's not here. We'll call him again. Hold oh, on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, guys. How's it going? Did Slash up yet? It's going great, Bentley. It's going great. <laughs> I don't even... I barely remember Sly. It's been, I don't know, four years. We went into like a time thing. Oh, no. Yeah, it was pretty confusing. I'm 80 now. <laughs> Sound it. But I'm a turtle, so I, you know, I live to be like 900. That's just math. <laughs> That's great, Bentley. Can you sing the song I sent you and not talk about how old you are? Well, well okay, fine, whatever. I don't know if I've got enough guests. Just fucking sing it, Bentley. <laughs> Bentley, Jesus just Christ. sing the song. Scientist has had enough. All right, here we go. I think you guys will get this one. All right. <clears throat> Take me by the tongue and I'll know you. Kiss till you're drunk and I'll show you what that moves like, Jagger. You got that moves <laughs> like, Jagger. I got the moves like, Jagger. It's, um, Maroon 5 moves like, Jagger. That's correct. Maroon 5 featuring Christina Aguilera. Moves I was like going to do Jagger. it sooner, but I, I would like to see Chump's last face, face when he Great was Great job, side. Oh, I just hung up on him. Oh, <laughs> sorry, shit. Bentley. Maybe uh, he, he won't listen. even answer next week. No, he no. Might not. <laughs> He's got no one else to talk to. We'll have to call some other celebrity to do the ones, I guess. Uh, we'll have to see who Papa Scotch knows. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We're actually calling Bentley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we call Chris for walking? No, let's not. Not yeah, yeah, right now. (laughs) Five digit phone number. Fucking what? (laughs) That is terrible. (laughs) That was the absolute worst. No, I don't want to. (laughs) It sounds more like Bentley than anything. Yeah, I don't he hung up. I guess Christopher Walken had enough of us. Uh, well, you know, may, we'll see who shows up next week. <laughs> Maybe it'll be Al Pacino. Oh, Ooh, oh great. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clip that I, we've had. We talk often. Al Pacino yeah, we and I, so that was a, that one. Yeah, he's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one I have. So oh, anyway, number one in the movie from September. Number one in the movie. Number one movie on September 6th, 2011. Uh, we we have talked about this movie before. But I don't think you guys got it the first go through. Oh, give us the uh, tagline again. Tagline is don't talk to anyone. Don't touch anyone. (laughs) Doesn't sound familiar at all. Something about outbreak. Close, but it's not outbreak. Contagion. Contagion it is. Yeah, I think we did that one a couple weeks ago, but it's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow when she returns to Minnesota from Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Has a malaise she thinks is jet lag. Two days later, she's dead. It's this disease that goes around. They paid for Gwyneth Paltrow to be in the movie for five minutes. Yeah, she was in like like Drew Barrymore and Scream. I honestly don't remember ever doing that movie on here. We absolutely did. Someone will pull the clip for us. Oh yeah, of course they will. (laughs) And then this day in history, September sixth, seventeen sixteen, in the city of Boston, we have the first lighthouse ever built in North America. How about that? That's pretty impressive. Lighthouses, right? 1716. Yeah. Pretty dope. Wow. Is it still standing? <laughs> this game was released for PlayStation 3 by Insomniac Games and published by Sony. It's a first-person title. It's a first-person shooter. I picked it this week, so if you guys don't mind, I'll just hop right in. Go right in. Do it up, bro. Now, uh, did anyone else play this besides me? Nope. I don't think so, no. Okay, I know I played it, and I remember distinctively that if you paid for the super ultra mega edition it came with a plastic gun and you could put the playstation move controllers in that and use that on the screen like a light gun almost did you do you have this gun i tried it but it did not work well because you had to like 
point the gun towards the outside of the screen, just in the right spot, so you would the camera would move. Oh, that's stupid. You know what I mean? It was more like a mouse. Yeah, yeah. And it was difficult to like really nail down. Uh, this game also had 3D image support, which not a lot of games had. This is when 3D movies were like they thought that was going to be a thing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, you play a 3D? 3D TV? I don't know if I ever did. I do have a 3D TV. I could try it. I have not. I have no idea if the glasses still work. I haven't played anything 3D on that in probably nine years. Well, it's worth a shot. I'll, I'll, okay. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, I know I played this game. I played all the Resistance games. This is the one I remembered the least. Mm-hmm. Well, so so when we went through it, I, it was like brand new to me. But this, the uh, little backstory, there's this alien race called the Chimera. They take over people and turn them into soldiers. They're basically mining the whole planet. It's going to be destroyed. They're killing all of humanity, blah, 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 blah. You want to watch, listen to our other podcasts, you'll get the whole background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was a very short version. But yeah, you listen to the other podcast, you'll get the whole story. Now... I always was, I I don't remember if we talked about this in the previous episodes, but the reason that they were able to spread is because they landed in Russia 10 years before Europe was invaded in this timeline. Yeah. And they were like, Russia wouldn't tell anybody about it. They, They wouldn't admit it. So they had time to like gather up their numbers and grow. And by the time everyone found out they existed, they were dick deep in Europe invading it. Yeah. I remember talking about that. And then this game starts with just a recap and, uh, basically for the, from the last game, Nathan Hale you were the, was the playable character. You were him in Resistance 1 and 2. He was a chimera-human hybrid. And Dr. Malakov created some kind of virus vaccine that could actually cure the remaining 10% of humanity. But that would mean Hale had to die. Right. So Hale is dead, and this stops the people from becoming the hybrids. Like, that won't work anymore. But the chimera can just, you know, they can still go through and kill all of them. Yeah. So it's, this is basically like the last possible hope for humanity. Now they cannot be killed by the virus. They have a chance to fight back, but so many of them are already dead. Right. So you play as Joseph Capelli. He is one of the surviving members of the Sentinel group, which is what Nathan Hale led at the end of the second game. Yeah. He actually killed Nathan Hale. Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy that shot Nathan Hale directly in the head <laughs> right before he turned into a chimera. Right. And at this point, 90% of the population is dead. Like, human beings are dead. That's part of the, you know, narration he gives us in the beginning. Yeah, there's only 700 million of them left. (laughs) So, Joe gets uh, awakened by his wife Susan in their underground bunker home in Haven, Oklahoma. So, we're starting in Oklahoma. Uh, Nobody wants to. (laughs) I mean, you just don't end there. Mm. Yeah, you can't. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Except for our fans. No, we love you, Oklahomans. (laughs) Oklahomans? Oklahoma... Yeah, it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oklahomians. Oklahomies. Oklahomies. <laughs> Love you. So keep listening, please. And then um, <laughs> the Chimera show up in town. The plan is to just observe them as they go through this busted up town because all of their living quarters are underground in tunnels. They want the community to stay hidden, so they're just looking and waiting until they pass. Uh, wouldn't think they needed to be this close to the fucking Chimera to do yeah, this recon. Yeah, I don't recon, know why they had to follow them. No, they could just yeah, like be underground. 10 feet mm-hmm. away from them in buildings. Yeah. Seems like a suspicious move, but that's what happened. So you run, you do a lot of like tutorial shit in the beginning, but eventually you get to them. Nate, the gunsmith gets eaten and the fight is on. Everybody goes loud. They kill the Chimerans. They hide the bodies so that the next group can't find them. They don't think anything's wrong. And then it turns out that that asshole Tommy never checked in. So Joe has to go check on him, see what's going on. Just assume he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Joe has to go check though. He's so noble. Yeah, he is. Good job, Joe. More drop shits come in. I guess you're just done hiding because you just start capping all the Chimera that land. Uh, you find Tommy. His he had his his radio was turned off because they were fucking everywhere. Still are. They refer to them as the Chimera Death Squads. Right. And in the distance, coming towards the town, they see a terraformer that's trying to terraform the planet to the Chimera's. I don't know preferred climate, which is just a huge aerial thing that shoots a beam of light at the ground. It's really cold. Yeah. Apparently, I think that's because didn't they talk about in the first game like that's what the the stacks are in the back of them like cooling towers so they could survive. Yeah, yeah. Because they run so that's hot, so they everything be cold. That's yeah, shoot them in the back. Yep. But uh, so Joe and Tommy they shoot their way out. They help the town evacuate, and as they're all leaving the town, you run into Doctor Malakov from the previous game. No, how would he get here? He I was, don't know. He they just said he made his way here. He was looking for you. Yeah, he's just walking around by himself looking trying to find Joe. Joe. Yeah. It's shocking how this one like elderly man 
found his way to this group. But here we are. He's a scientist. All right, Good now point. I get it. <laughs> nice. So then uh, Dr. Malakov says that there's this Chimeran Tower in New York, and it's freezing over the Earth. Um, but they don't, it's freezing over the Earth, but they don't actually exactly know why it exists or what it's being used for. I thought he knows how it, oh, how it got there. He explained that uh, after Nate blew up the thing at the end of Resistance 2, a wormhole opened up in New York. Yeah. Because all the towers, like, overloaded, and then the, the wormhole is opening and freezing everything. Yep. Gotcha. But they don't know, they know the wormhole opened because of what Nathan did, but they don't know why what it's doing it's just a wormhole and everything's just getting colder and colder there yeah. yeah so he asked joseph to protect him on his way to new york city to stop this joe says you can very politely go fuck yourself and the town evacuates i don't think he said it politely no he basically told dr malikov to go fuck himself yeah yeah he did loudly and then he continues on and he runs into his wife susan and she tells joe uh look you know even if there's a small chance this will save humanity, you have to do it. Like, you have to. You have to try. You gotta, you gotta save the world for our son. Yeah, that's basic. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what she implied. Because her son's, like, also sick. Yeah. Because the, the whole world's getting colder and they can't keep surviving it. So <laughs> Your son likes warm weather. Fucking yeah. save it. Yeah. Your son needs bayou temps to survive. <laughs> but that, he's like, fuck it. I guess I'm going. So he the, the terraformer rolls through town, destroys the tunnels. He's off to New York City with Dr. Malakoff. And she's off somewhere with other Yeah, I guess dudes. she kept... I think they said she went, like, upstate or something, like, to another fallback place. God knows what. There yeah. can't be that many places they can still run to. Yeah, seriously. But uh, they keep traveling, and the next time we catch up with them, they're near St. Louis while it's being destroyed by a huge Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. And in this section, you're kind of finding your way through St. Louis. The plan, you see a VTOL go down, a uh, vertical takeoff and landing ship that's oh. been in all the Resistance games. And the plan's like, oh, shit, they can help us. Let's go get that thing. So you go to the crew to either be like, well, if they're alive, we'll save them. If they're dead, we got a free ship. Yeah, fair. So you get there. The crew's still fighting for their life. You help them out. You save them. And then uh, you get in the thing. You head to their base uh, with all this group, which is Ellis, Glenda, Marlin, and Charlie, which I'm saying because I wrote their names down. It ended up not mattering (laughs) at all. Charlie's the leader. That's all that matters. Yeah, Charlie's the leader. Uh, You kill a bunch of Chimera. Like, they like you. They're big fans because you're a human and really good at killing. So Joe and Charlie make a deal. If Joe goes by himself, (laughs) uh, for some reason, I don't know why he has to go along. Yeah. But if he gets an energy core from a Chimeran dropship, then Charlie will give you some penicillin to help save Dr. Malakov, who's been hit. Not a power core from something they need. Oh, my God. This is just this like is new. Core. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, he's like, if, if you get that, I'll give you some penicillin for Dr. This your doctor friend here, and we'll fly you to New York City. Right. And then you say, I guess I got no choice. I got to save this guy. So I still don't exactly know... Like, you go with the group now to get the power core? Like, they were all there fighting with you? I don't know why he said you had to go alone first. I was very confused by this part, but you're with the group. Yeah. <laughs> all I wrote was blah, 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 blow stuff up, get powers, blah. So. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to this. Like, you fight through a bunch of things. Sar- Charlie sells some says some stupid shit about human life that doesn't make any sense. About, oh God, I didn't even write it down. But Joe jumps off this gondola thing. The power <laughs> supply rolls off. You fight a big-ass bug. You finally have reinforcements come in after it's dead, and Charlie's very impressed by how good you are killing all these Chimera. All right. Yeah. Now I'll fly to New York because you're cool. Yeah. Yeah, you helped. Here's your penicillin. I guess Dr. Malkov got a shot, and you're on the flight to New York City when Joe's in the back, freaks out, has a nightmare, and he's like, oh, you guys gotta go to Oklahoma and make sure my family's okay. And they're like, fucking dude, what? Like, we're not just turning around going to Oklahoma. And then the enemy just finds them. Yeah. Which I wrote just coincidence, question mark? <laughs> I just have... Both, they're everywhere, I assume. But. Joe almost falls out the chopper grabbing a mitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wrote Joe falls out of the ship, and they yeah. take off. Yeah, he like drops his son's mitten, and he's like, oh god, I gotta get that. And where are they when he lands? They are around Mount Pleasant, Pennsylvania. And how does Malakov get out? He, they they drop him out. off they just drop somewhere him like off. close. Yeah. yeah, They mentioned something like that. Yeah, but they said they'll drop him off and we'll go find your family. Oh, uh, okay. Which seems really dumb, but yeah. whatever. They're like, yeah, we'll go find your family, idiot. <laughs> we'll drop you off 200 miles from where you want to go. <laughs> we'll totally go check out your family. This is close enough. Later. Um, Then you have this other, like, this whole set of missions in Mount Pleasant we can kind of go through. But the story is 
There's this priest by the name of Jonathan Rose. He's looking for a very specific chimera he saw in the woods that he calls Satan. Uh, He was supposed to be back yesterday. He didn't. You agree to save him if they can get you on the train to New York. Find him, kill him. You and Malkov fuck off to New York. This is a very pencil tucky. Believable. Absolutely. God, it's so fucking faithy. Yeah. Thank God. Jesus. God. Jesus. God. Ugh. About right. Sick. Middle of Pennsylvania. Mm hmm. Yeah. Makes me sick. <laughs> so then on the train ride, you're just fucking off on this train. I don't know who's driving. I guess you are. I just assumed it was driving itself because who the hell knows? <laughs> Some guy by the name of Mick jumps on the train like fucking Old West style robbing the train. Yeah. They see it going through and like, all right, let's rob that train. And yeah. then with only 10% of humanity left, you end up killing 1% of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm using hyperbole. Well, don't forget the, the chimera attack, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you kill the humans, and everyone's attacked by the chimera and widowmakers. They have a lot of different enemy variants in these games. I gotta yeah. give them credit. Resistance has a lot of different enemies to fight. I just want to know why this train had so many cars on it. Why was there yeah, a Yeah, why was it? Why, why did you just not take the engine? That was yeah. it. The engine, you seem think that would have been way better, easier. I don't know. And I've been way faster, right? I don't also yeah. know... Trains going More through efficient. Pennsylvania, you can't just like ride horses up to. It's not like the the plains where it's long, flat stretches. It's in central Pennsylvania, it's still mountainy. <laughs> not everywhere. That's a good point. Wherever these guys were from, because usually the Amtrak rails are in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so then you uh, keep going on. And uh, Dr. Malakov saves your life right before you're about to get stabbed. And then for his troubles, they're like, oh, this is your buddy. Anyway, here you go. And he de- gets his fucking head cut right off. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, Joe was stuck under some fucking rubble like an idiot. He's like, don't kill him. Don't kill him. And he's like, who, this guy? Don't kill this guy. He just kills him. Who, this guy with hair? With the, with this, this guy with no head? <laughs> <laughs> it's our last chance for humanity. Yeah, but he's got glasses. Dead. <laughs> yeah, Mick's not a cool guy. And then you're in... This a p- place called Greaterford, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, it's, it's a prison. federal prison. Does that exist? Yeah. It's a real place? Yeah, it is. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> Greaterford Prison, you never heard of? Perkiman Township, Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Perkiomen? Come on, man. Are yeah, yeah dude. How long have you been out? <laughs> man, it feels like forever. Lucky. Anyway. Right. <laughs> we'll make fun of the way you pronounce Pennsylvania names later. <laughs> you wake up. Uh, I just wrote in a dirt arena. Forced to fight gladiator style against different types of chimera. Yeah. yeah. So I guess these people catch them and have people fight them for their own fun. Yeah, they're not really interested yeah. in surviving or the human race. They're just like, let's do some gladiatorial. Well, they were federal prisoners, so they're probably not exactly the all of a, let's say, humanity type. No, it was kind of like. It's kind of stereotypical. I don't want to say that every prisoner is bad, but. It's kind of like the latest season of Stranger Things when he's in jail and they make him fight the creatures. Yeah, yeah kind of like that. Yeah. So anyway, you meet up with a guy by the name Herbert in your cell. Uh, he is one of the, I don't know how else to use this term, and I don't know if this term is correct, but I'm guessing he's some kind of love slave. I just assumed he was like a, a slave. I didn't, I didn't get the love part I, uh, at all. I don't know where the love came from. Well, he's a slave. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes to you and he's like, dude, this Mick guy's an asshole. I don't want to be a fucking slave anymore. Um, I'll help you break out if you make damn sure you take care of our head asshole Mick. Yeah, no problem. And he gives you all this information about the wardens and their shit and all this stuff. And so, how they don't get attacked by Chimera. Yeah, they don't get attacked by Chimera because they have these drone things in the prison protecting them. Yeah. So the Chimera basically don't see them. Right. So now you gotta disable all those drones to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And then, uh... You kill a bunch of Mick's guys. Herbert leads you out. He says he's gonna stay behind, free the rest of them. The Chimera are like, oh shit, this is a bunch of people here. We we didn't see them. Yeah. And uh, the Chimera attacks, and you bravely shoot Mick's guys as they are distracted fighting the Chimera and Death Squads. Mm-hmm. Ooh, very brave. <laughs> Superhero shit. Mick <laughs> catches up with you, punches you in the face a bit, and then you bravely shoot him in the face. Yep, yep, yep. With a remote then, detonating bullet. That's right. The, uh, <laughs> I forget what that gun is called, but that's a fun, that's a fun weapon. The weapons in these games are fun, too. It has nothing to do with the story. Yeah, they are pretty neat. But they're all fun to use. And after you've murdered the last one of the few 1% of people left, Herbert and like six dudes get out and they're mostly naked. Like, we'll be fine. Oh, that's where you got your sex thing at. But they're all naked. <laughs> I really don't know how you got that from your reading a lot into it. I don't think I am. He played the game, dude. 
He probably knows. But he doesn't remember. He remembers you that. Didn't get, <laughs> you didn't pick up on the subtleties, you know? Right. Really. Bring out the game. Keep sleeping. Just wake him up then. Any hoodles. <laughs> Joe finally reaches New York City when it's freezing over. By himself. Nobody By around. himself. It's like nobody's there. Shit. Yeah. He uh, finds this radio and he sends out a message to his family basically saying goodbye. This is a completely unnecessary scene. Yeah, because yeah. if they're not listening at that, there's no no one's recording that for him. Like the whole I time he was are. talking, I expected someone to walk in behind him or something, but no. I think that it was established earlier that there was a radio station that people were calling and talking to that could relay messages to others. Oh, yeah. So I think this is him saying to other people, you know. I thought you think he would have said his goodbyes before he left. Yeah, he doesn't even talk to anyone, though. He's just like, if anyone's listening, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, my wife. Yeah, but it doesn't matter, because he, he keeps going on. He, he fights his way through the subway in Times Square. He assaults the tower himself, and it's a huge fight. He's about to get his ass kicked, and Charlie just fucking comes out of nowhere. What? What? Just fucking flies by in his goddamn VTOL, and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I checked on your wife and kid. They're great. We're going to go ahead and bring you home. Uh, your, your fucking doctor's dead anyway. Who gives a shit? Like, you're done. Yeah. yeah. And Joe's so like. So Joe says, Joe's like, I can't, man. I'm here now. I really miss my family, and I wanted to go see them, but now that you're here and I can, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're here and that's real, yeah. I, I don't want to go back there. There's, there's got to be a way we can stop them and maybe die on the way doing it. I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you described that subtext with beautiful doctor scientist. <laughs> Beautiful. So Charlie obviously says, you're an idiot. We're going to tie you up. We're going to take you home. And they go back to Oklahoma. I'm kidding. Charlie says, fuck it. Let's kill all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See that terraformer over there? Yeah. You kill the terraformer. The wormhole laser falls into the terraformer. And other way around. Yeah. Terraformer well, falls yeah, into the laser. Shit blows up real hard. Yeah. yeah. Shit does blow up real hard. Real good. Yeah. Real good. I'm sure we can aim it. And then uh, you kill the power supply. You fall down the laser hole. Last minute, the VTOL flies by and saves your ass. Catches you out of the fucking air. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Somehow not dying or dislocating a shoulder or just straight up losing a limb. You disabled the navigation and somehow it's flying right into the thing. That's it's exactly how, that works. how it would work. <laughs> then after the terraformer crashed into the ground laser thing, temperatures start rising again. I, I, I wrote plan works, question mark. Fuck out of here. It's like fucking... Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Joe heads home, finds his family, hugs them, game over. Oh, the world can fight. Yeah, humans start winning. And I even wrote why. Why do the humans start winning? Like, yeah. why? Like, why even bother? <laughs> no, like, they knocked out that thing, so it's not cold anymore. There's still a, how many other terraformers are flying around? Yeah. And remember, lots of Camara. Remember when they knocked out the one down in Mexico and then it caused this fucking yeah. wormhole? It seems like, I don't know why they think they're going to win. I guess we'll wait for Resistance 4. See what happens for sure. going to happen. Yeah, the way they played it is that it was definitely the tides were turned yeah. and humanity's going to win now. And when you really start to think about it, you're like, well, are they? Yeah, exactly. Chimera take over 90% of the world. And you blew up one temple and thing. And Well, you did get rid of the wormhole. Yeah, but the wormhole wasn't there for the first two games and they still were taking over. Yeah, but it made it worse. Well, but they <laughs> had the ability to convert people into soldiers now they have no way to get new soldiers so so they're still outnumbering you nine to one they're still outnumbering you nine to one but, but it's no longer like a zombie situation where they just keep multiplying there's a finite number of them and there's a finite number of because you. there's a vaccine so guess, now yes yeah, so. well, well yeah. the vaccine doesn't stop no, whatever. It works. whatever the vaccine works is that what you're trying to say no i'm just trying to figure out how all of a sudden they're getting back and winning but it's independence day yeah yeah All right. Well, that's it. That's the game. We did it. And we're better people. I feel like Always. a better person. Never worse. Never worse. So let's uh let's go ahead and move into our final thoughts. How does that sound, guys? All right. All right. Okay. So we'll start with you, Dr. Scientist. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh did watching this video make you want to join the resistance? I think I've tried resistance before. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we both have. <laughs> does the story work for you? Or was it just an annoyingly persistence? An annoying, annoying persistence. persistence. Yeah. An annoying persistence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what score out of 27 stars you think you'd give this? Instance. Instance. Oh, I thought you were going to take it. Have some pride in yourself, man. I said instance of resistance. Oh, I like that. Uh, would I play it? No. 
I think is established. Whatever. He hates first-person shooters. I don't hate them. Just these kind. You hate everything. Uh, <laughs> the story works for me. Uh, I didn't think it was bad, except for the uh, ending, which is all uh, we do do something, and now all of a sudden we're winning. The Independence Day, like Chumpslap said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I also thought it was kind of weird that these two guys made it across the country pretty easily. Yeah, it seemed like, well, yeah, it just seemed. Yeah, like almost carefree until you got his head chopped off. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the humans were the worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. They did more damage than the Khmer did. They were the most successful. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, yeah, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything special. Perfectly average kind of game. Uh, they tried to pull on your heartstrings with him missing his family, and then it did. It kind of fell flat. I thought. Yeah, he didn't really care at the end. Yeah, but he gave it back to them. Whatever. Um, I'm gonna rate it higher than I did the last two Resistance games. Apparently. Oh. I'm gonna give it a perfectly average seven. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Well, how about you there, Sir Chomslap? Yeah. You got, you got a question or two, three? Did watching this video make you want to fire up the PS3? Mm, yes, yes. Did the story work for you, or would you just leave it up in a tree? <laughs> I, did, I couldn't do P. I couldn't. I couldn't do P. You were waiting for P. What score out of 27 stars you think you'd give this game? All right. Did I want to play it? No. I mean, it seems generic shooter. I mean, it's resistance game. They're fun, but nothing special in this one. You know what I mean? Did the story work for me? Uh, Kind of, but not really. Because... How does one old man find fucking Joseph in a whole goddamn country, especially in a place where people are hiding to stay out of view of the chimera? Yeah, he could have been looking. This is this is like five years later or something. Wait, yeah, I think it was only three or four, but yeah, four years later. Either it way, just seemed, it seems like a weird situation to be in where they're they're smart enough to like hatch this scheme, terraform the planet, kill a bunch of humans, turn them into soldiers but they're not smart enough to find the last 10% easily. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they don't have heat vision or anything. Right. It doesn't It doesn't make sense. It's not consistent. Well, I guess maybe they wouldn't have developed heat vision if they live on a cold-ass planet that never has heat. Right. But like, it maybe never occurred to them that there's a place that it's hot. Why don't they have cold vision? You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck, you're so smart. <laughs> but I mean, Thank you. It's also not going to be easy to root out somebody. Yeah, it's, it's beyond expecting me to think one little old dude finds this guy by himself and then to think that they like like scientists said make it all the way to new york from oh, where are they oklahoma yeah mm-hmm. i'm not good at geography but that's pretty far yeah well they do a lot in in a helicopter and on a train so and in water in the beginning they're like yeah. let's go on water because they don't actually go oklahoma to st louis isn't too far yeah all right i'll give them that but then it's like why is why is it only this Joseph Capelli dude that can fucking take down the tower? And then he does. You don't even need his tower knowledge at the end anyway. They're just no, like, you don't need him at all. He was the only guy that could stop it. And you're like, well, can I just blow it up? Yeah, I guess so. It's like, well, can we just try this? And then Charlie's like, yeah, I'll fucking try that with you. Let's do it, bud. Uh, by the way, it's about a fifteen hundred mile trip. From yeah. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma to New York City. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a long way when you're walking or just barely taking a VTOL or ver- barely taking a train. Yeah. It's wild. It doesn't make... It's unbelievable. But I mean, what games aren't, really? And then, yeah, the whole idea of this fucking wormhole. That just comes out of nowhere. And then they just end it. It's only in this game, wormholes? Yeah, they didn't have it in the first two. Yeah. It's kind of silly. But that being said, there is this family element... Which lost a point for me. Because he had a family? I yeah. hear you. Because plus, Joseph marries Hale's sister. Does he? Is that who that that's is? What, yeah. That's his adoptive sister or whatever. That's what it said in the wiki. So it's like, that's just fucked up, man. <laughs> you need to do that, Joe. Is it just because you shot him in the face? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. But anyway. So I guess the story worked barely, but not really. Because there's not much of a story. It's pretty bare bones. You go into one place to do something. Some shit happens. Humans are the worst enemy. Oh, yeah. We've seen that a hundred times. So out of 27 stars, I mean, I guess there's character development with the priests and all those, the remnants, Charlie, Herbert. So I'll give it, I'll give it an eight. 
because it tried. I mean, story was lacking, but they did have characters, and uh, they tried to make it like a family thing, I guess. Okay. Well, there you go. Either way, it's an eight. That's an eight. I would also like to... Oh, you want to tell us what you thought about it? Yeah, I just don't remember, though, what I'm supposed to answer. Okay. I never remember. I'm so bad at remembering. I know. You're terrible at it. Did did watching this video make you want to kill Chimera? Okay. Was the story pretty good, or was it kind of... Bear, uh, just give up. And out of 27 stars, how many would this game bear? Yeah. Terrible. Perfect. Shut up. It was okay. <laughs> Did watching the video make me want to play this game? Um, not really. I mean, I played it. I played the whole thing, barely remembered any of it. P- watched this video again to get like prep for it. it no, nothing was familiar. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, maybe like a little bit of the gameplay. If I played it again, I might remember a little bit better. Might remember but a boss fight here or there. Yeah, something like that or an environment or something. Yeah. But no, for the most part, don't remember it at all. Uh, so not very memorable. I also thought, uh, well, okay, did the story work for me? I I like the idea of just like a cross-country by-yourself mission in a post-apocalyptic world. That's like what Last of Us was. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of that. I like the stakes involved in that. But it's a really weird change of pace from the first two movies or movies, the first two games. <laughs> Right, right. Which were which were very much like the first one was basically World War Two, but with aliens. And there were teams of people fighting. Right? Yeah, yeah. You were in war zones in yeah. the first two games, yeah. and in this yeah. one is just one man versus the world. Yeah, I hate that. Um, yeah, and you're not a fan of that, are you? But I mean, it it was fine. It had a decent story. I I like getting more Chimera lore, but I really feel like I don't know. The best way I can explain it is this doesn't feel like it should be a numbered entry. Like it should be a DLC. Yes, yeah, it's like one mission. Yeah, 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 it's like, it feels like a smaller story. Yeah, definitely. Not that that's bad. Like, we can tell smaller stories around this. That's what fucking Rogue One was, and that was great. So they say. Star Wars. (laughs) But uh, story work for me, it moved forward, it had a plot, there was some some good scares, shooting the Chimera's fun, whatever, sure. So what score would I give it? Um, I'm right there with you. Um, Either of us, because it was seven and eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sir Jump Slap, I'm with you. I'm giving it an eight. All right. Um, I think it did some things right. I think it was a better story rather than the rah-rah bullshit. And I like the idea that they're like, well, we're not going to take the emphasis and put it on fighting the Chimera. We've done that for two games. So now we're going to put the emphasis on this story of you and the doctor, you and your wife, and try to fill it in narratively that way. At least they tried. They tried. Yeah, they did try. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that. So it gives us a score of 23. Uh, I thought the sequel could have been a lot better, but they gave it a good shot. 23 puts us right at Van Helsing territory. Of course. So this game is exactly as good as Van Helsing. It's <laughs> one point less than Metroid Prime and Alone in the Dark 2. Both had 24s. Flawless system. Yeah, you're fucking damn right. I don't have anything else to say. I mean, it's perfect. It's, yeah. Our grading is perfect. That's all there is to it. All right. Well, that being said, with a final score of a 23, let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Radical Pokemon Lock of the Week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> Got him. Every week. <laughs> yes, Dr. Scientist for a guaranteed amazing Pokemon. And he's never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? Well, this is not Pokemon. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was totally prepared. I'm going to do my favorite Gen 6 Pokemon, which you all know. Oh, shit. Clapadoo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Clapadoo. Digamaroon. No, it's Aegislash. Oh, Aegislash. Oh, close. Of course. Yeah. It's a steel ghost Pokemon. Basically, a, a shield and a sword that are animated and attack things. That's pretty neat. It's like a are those the are oh, those are the arms? It's the picture I see. He's like holding a hat. No, that's the arms holding the shield in front of him. Oh, his arms come out of the top of his head, not yeah. the body. The, the pommel of the sword. Well, that's the shield sword shield oh. form versus the blade form. Yeah, okay. the, if you look at the blade form, it's more understandable of what it looks like. Well, can he turn gotcha. into a hammer? What is this? No, no. He's when he uses an attack move, becomes he sh- the blade form move. Then he. Defensive ease, the shield form. So it's a five foot seven inch sword? Yeah. Damn, that would fuck you up, Scotchy. Wait, why me? 117 (laughs) pounds? Well, he's a ghost, so yeah, he's not going to, only the sword and shield is going to weigh. 
It's a heavy ghost. I didn't know ghosts weighed so much. I'm pretty sure it's the seal and the sword that weigh that much. <laughs> Did any one of these fuckers ever just... It's <laughs> <laughs> a big fat load of cum. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Gen 6 Pokemon number one. Age slash. Well, other than the ones I named already. Steel okay. Ghost. Interesting. It's no spritzy, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, he said it. It's He's ultra easy. rare. Well, there you go. The Aegis Slash, possibly a future member of Dr. Scientist sure. Gang. Maybe yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. Sure. He could be. You never know. But anyway, that's 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 the Pokemon of the Week. Aegis Slash. So let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week then, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. This or that? <laughs> <laughs> Every week we ask Sir Jump Slap a uh, we give that was a the best intro that you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, that. that is why am I even trying? <laughs> Every yeah, week that's this or that, <laughs> this or that. Oh, I missed this <laughs> or that. <laughs> All right, got it. We'll get that for next week. <laughs> Any hoodles, so we give him a prompt, and he has to tell us if a prompt is one thing or another thing. This time, you're going to have to tell us if the prompt I give you is a type of cheese. Oh, shit. We know how much we love cheese here. Yeah. Or the name of a Dr. Seuss character. Cheese or Seuss. Cheese or Seuss. I'm saying six out of seven he gets. I'm thinking. I like how you give him that margin for error, just, you know, just in case. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to get too cocky, but pretty good. Well, are you ready, Sir Chomp Slap? Bring it. Here we go. The number one. Corleggy. Cheese. Flustered. Seuss. Munch Hunch. Seuss. Wensleydale. Cheese. Goobine. Cheese. Strudel. That's a cheese. Chura Campo. That's a Seuss. All right, let's go ahead and tally up the scores here. Two wrong points. We got a five out of seven oh, this week. Terrible. Shit. <laughs> what a letdown. I mean, you were going hot. You got the first five. <laughs> you got the first five correct. Uh, Corleggi is a cheese. Fluster is a Dr. Seuss character. Munch Hunt's a Dr. Seuss character. Wensleydale is a cheese. And Grubin is a cheese. Strudel is not a cheese. It's a Seuss character. Uh... Churacampo. You said Strudel, though. Yeah, you said it's Strudel. It's spelled S-T-R-O-O-D-E-L. Strudel. Yeah, all right. And Churacampo is a cheese. Son not a doctor. My cheese fans are going to hate me for this one. They're not going to be happy. Yeah, well. You know what they might say? <laughs> say that I'm a monster. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if anyone had an Excel file or a doc, whatever, filled with a billion different cheese jokes, and they wanted to get it to us via email, how would they do that, Sir Chomp Slap? Well, send that to playtime at gmail.com, and I'll use those jokes all the time. <laughs> use all of them constantly. It's going to be great. And if they want to get to us faster on the socials with an awesome picture, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At playtime on Instagram or stop by the subreddit with a picture of Chump Slap and a Dr. Seuss character being fed cheese by Papa Scotch. Oh, perfect. I delightful. can't wait to see that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a delightful picture, though. All right. You can also go to YouTube, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. You can head over to the store, uh, plottytime.com, redirects you to our eBay store where that fucking... I know we have one positive review, but... Podcat in the game. It's been selling <laughs> like hotcakes. Oh. Hot, order it soon. We may not have it. There's any. only a couple. We only printed a couple because you guys aren't big on t-shirts. That's very true. But anyway, that does it for us. So shout out to Blaine JJ, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and Louise Guzman. More importantly than that, don't trust Dr. Scientists. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.